everyone, and welcome to Finding Your Fit Podcast, where I, Shawnee Fit, take you on my journey of finding my fit as a millennial making. Are you a millennial trying to find your fit and achieve those massive goals? Tune in every week as I discuss the shit I think about, the steps I have taken, and hear advice from some of the best. Let's get this journey started. Welcome to another episode of Finding Your Fit Podcast. Um, before I get into this episode, I just want to, you know, thank everybody for all the feedback that I have gotten from the episodes that have gone out recently. Um, I'm loving the messages and the feedback. Please keep them coming. Um, and if you have anything that you want me to talk about or somebody you want me to talk to, please send me those suggestions. I would so appreciate it. So today's topic, um, I have another guest. This one's in person and it's kind of making me nervous. I don't know why. Um, but, I, I mean, I think if you follow me on social media, you kind of know that um, we're friends and we do have a company together called Link. Um, but why this person for this podcast? So, um, in finishing my last podcast, I messaged her and I was like, I need another topic. And she's like, well, no. How did it go? I said, I said, I need another topic. And then I must have said, you want to join the podcast with me or whatever. And she was like, yeah. And within seconds, my girl just started sending me topics, right? <laughs> so um, without further ado, like welcome Alana to the Finding Your Fit podcast. I think, you know, you guys kind of know who she is if you follow me on social. So. Yeah, probably. Hi, everybody. <laughs> yeah. Um. So basically, Alana... And I kind of always talk about this topic, not on purpose, but I just find every time we are in a social setting, um, this topic kind of comes up. And I think it's because it's something that really, you know, kind of bothers us and um, something that we both struggle with. So we thought that this would be a great thing to talk about. So today we're going to talk about social media and mental health. Um, So a little bit of background on me and Alano. So... I don't know how I originally met you. Um, well, I think I met you through Alia. That's how I remember it. Mm. So, like, you were friends with Alia, and then I became friends with Alia, and so I became friends with all of Alia's friends by extension. Yeah. yeah. So, I just remember, like, my, I guess, oldest memory is... Um, Mo- we were probably, like, 13. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and Mo Bay used to be the place where, like, everyone would go for New Year's. And Alana's a Mobe girl. <laughs> so um, we kind of just ended up crossing paths there. She actually recently sent me some awful ass pictures um, of myself in Mobe parties. But anyways, <laughs> moving right along. Um, if you know, you know. <laughs> but moving right along, um, we then kind of went separate ways. I don't, we hadn't really spoken in a while and... It was kind of funny because she was always that random person that I wouldn't necessarily speak to or know very well. But if I was like making a major life decision, I would message her and be like, hey, so this is going on. What do you think I should do? Um, And I think it's kind of because one, we have similar personalities and two, we've kind of had similar career paths. Um, And we, as we'll talk about in this, we're both super crazy overachievers um and I think that's kind of why I valued her input whenever I was like in a quote-unquote crisis in my life but Alana introduce yourself tell the people who you are and what you do um okay so I'm Alana Jones um I 
I'm now friend of Shawnee, business partner of Shawnee, um, and I work in retail now, which was a transition for me about a little over a year ago. Um, I was working in the finance industry for about four years, and um, yeah, that's what I do. Other than that, I'm a 27-year-old and pretty normal, you know, living in this small town, just trying to navigate everything and um trying to I guess chart my own path do my own thing while being you know kind of confined within our little town so that's me for the most part yeah so um I think let's you know dive into the conversation um so as I said we're talking about social media and mental health um it's a very hot topic and I think it's something a lot of us struggle with and our generation has really been the guinea pigs, right? Um, when you think back, like we started out with like MSN days, High Five, MySpace, um, a really old version of Facebook. Um, and then as we've kind of matured, of course, the landscape has completely changed and we now have, you know, Snapchat, TikTok, Instagram, etc., etc. Um, Honorable mentions, BBM, oh, yeah. WhatsApp. Yeah, yeah, for sure. Yeah, for sure. Um, but I think like it's always played a role, even back then. Like I remember MSN days where, you know, we would log on and you would log on and off just because you wanted somebody to message you. <laughs> Or like you'd put something in your in your name just so that you could grab attention of somebody, which is all ties back to like this same mental health conversation, yeah. right? Um, so I think it's kind of been messing with us from. We did some ridiculous things. We like would write on each other's walls um, because we knew other people would see it. Yeah. Like we, could, I could definitely have just probably sent you a text message or like BBMD. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> But yeah, we did we did some outlandish things for sure. Yeah, so I mean, I think it kind of started back then and I just think with the evolution of social media and AI, it's kind of just increasingly affected us. Um, but, you know, so I'm active. I would say I'm active on Instagram. Um, I'm semi-active on LinkedIn. I, of course, use WhatsApp daily. Um, however, Facebook, I tend to just jump on and off. I'm not a very active user on Facebook. What platforms do you currently use? Um, what takes up most of my time is probably definitely WhatsApp, Instagram. Um, that's where I'm most active. Um, Twitter, I'll jump on if like an event has happened and I want to know, like, I need to verify it or people are talking about it, like an earthquake or something. <laughs> I don't really use Twitter outside of that. And Facebook, I don't really jump on. When I jump on on Facebook, it's because I'm looking for an old picture. And I know it's in there somewhere. <laughs> I know it's in the Facebook archives and I can dig it up. Um, but no, I'm not really on Facebook otherwise. Yeah. Um, you mentioned Twitter. I don't even have a Twitter account. Like, I yeah. literally don't even... Like, I use, if I'm, like, if something major is happening, I might go to Google and type in the whatever it is and then pull up the Twitter feed on it, but I don't even have an account, so. Yeah. Um, but, you know, what, how do you use each of these platforms, right? So, and then we can kind of shift to focusing on the ones we use the most, but, like, how do you use each of them currently? Um, and do you think that over time, the way you've used them has kind of shifted? Yeah, absolutely. I think... I think that's an important perspective. I think when we first started using social media, if you think about it, like High Five, for example, it was all about testimonials. And we would write these 
epistles on people's walls or whatever they were called about how much we love them, even though it wasn't their birthday or, you know, Mm -hmm. it wasn't anything special. So um, I think in the beginning, we definitely use social media as a way to connect with our friends and family. Um, And that has really morphed, well, for me, into social media becoming an entrepreneurial venture in, in two instances for me. And um, it being about where I access a lot of my information. So if you think about it, like if I want to know um, what time does Chilitos close on a Friday, instead of Google, I would just jump onto yeah. their Instagram page and get and get um, a quick a quick snippet of you know what what's happening for any any company. So it's a lot. It's about interacting with brands. Um, Still, you're connecting with your friends, and it's about entertainment too. So there, you know, we have the whole meme, the whole blow up of memes, and um, all the variations of memes. Um, and then you're still connecting with friends and getting an understanding of what's going on in their life. But I think it's just become so much more dynamic than that. Yeah, for sure. No, and I think I mean I kind of agree. So I do think. You know, in the earlier days, it was definitely, I just want to kind of reach out to people or I want to show people, you know, what I'm doing. But it wasn't really like positioned the way it's positioned today. And I think the platforms today are now, or at least the way I use them, it's very much about what brand am I building publicly um, and similar to Alana, I also like if I need to find a company that's like building or doing something unique, I'll go on Instagram, type in what I'm looking for, and I'll normally find like a small business. So I do think that um, it's definitely shifted to that. Um, what, what, I mean, before I move on, like what, let's kind of narrow it down to, um, I mean, I think the biggest platforms for me are definitely Instagram and WhatsApp. Um, and I think Instagram has the most effect on me. Um, what would you say for you? Um, you know, Instagram would be the easy answer, but I think for me, I would say WhatsApp. WhatsApp for me, um, just the fact that I can't sign out of WhatsApp without turning off my phone or turning off my data, Mm -hmm. I find it to be very stressful because there's a lot of times that I don't want to be accessed. Um, and WhatsApp and Instagram, you can sign out or you can kind of deactivate for a little bit a while. But WhatsApp, I have too much information in WhatsApp for me to delete my WhatsApp. Mm-hmm. I don't know if it's restored when you reinstall it. I'm yeah. not sure. Um, and then I can't, there's no sign out button. Mm-hmm. So once my phone is on and my internet is connected, um, I'm accessible. And for me, that is a little bit overwhelming when I, when I think about it. But naturally, like... Instagram too can be a place that is very stressful as well. Yeah. So, you know, before we get into, of course, all the negative sides of it, um, what do you love about it? What do you love about social media? Um, I guess the accessibility of information um, in a broad statement. Yeah. Um, information about my friends, information about brands, information about topics that I don't know about but I'd like to know more about I can search hashtags or Mm -hmm. whatever um information about products information about um information about you know my family just access to information for sure um all right I mean I think there's an overlap but I think mine's definitely like um just the I guess the ease of 
um, I guess, creating what you want the public to see or know. Um, so, you know, it doesn't matter what socioeconomic background you have, it doesn't matter your degree, it doesn't matter anything. You can create a brand very easily for yourself on these platforms. Um, and then I think that kind of yeah. allows doors to open. You can reinvent yourself if you want. Correct, yeah. right? Um, and I think, you know, it allows for connections to be made. Like, I, I think I've talked about this in previous um, podcasts where, you know, I'm one to especially when I'm like needing some kind of development or a new job or whatever, I'm very good at DMing people, yeah. right? Who I think are influential or could yeah. teach me something. That wouldn't exist if we didn't have this ease of access of For people sure. and then the ease of access as it pertains to who these people are, mm-hmm. quote unquote. Because we can go down a whole nother road of, yeah. road of who people are on online versus offline. But I think that would definitely be something that I love about the platform. 100%. And if you think about it, that's how Link was born. Link was born just through the fact that I have a network on Instagram um, and you were doing it too Mm -hmm. on your network that we were able to connect people with jobs just through our personal page. Mm -hmm. So I think that in itself is kind of amazing that, you know, you can birth a business idea without even knowing you're birthing a business idea and Link now has its own face its own network and operates and has revenue just from just from us uh capitalizing on our on our personal network yeah for sure um so i mean flip side what's one thing you don't like about social media access to information (laughs) (laughs) how did i know you were gonna say that uh yeah it definitely is a double-edged sword um uh i guess what i struggle with is trying to find the balance between being authentic and putting too much out there and exposing vulnerable vulnerabilities mm-hmm. um so you know as us being the personalities that we are we want people to see our successes and we want people to see us thrive and we, you know we want it, it's it's kind of embedded us embedded in us in what we need but um my least favorite thing i would say is just exposing vulnerabilities and how people could potentially use that against you yeah yeah um I guess my my least favorite thing I mean of course is an access to info if you if you kind of broaden the topic it would be access to information but I think one of the biggest things I struggle with is comparison um and that's like one thing that really I, I mean, I know it's something in me that needs to change, but it's something that social media has kind of, um, I guess... Rubbed it in your face. Yeah, or made it, uh, made yeah. it a lot more apparent, um, yeah. a lot easier to access. So, I mean, Alana just mentioned, like, we... Uh, our personality types are, you know, we want to we want to be successful and we want people to think we're successful. Um, and then when you see, when you feel as though you're not necessarily where you want to be and then you see someone killing it um, and it just makes it so easy to see um, on social media. Yeah. Especially with the amount of time I spend on Instagram. Um, that's yeah. definitely something that I don't particularly like about social media. But it does have a lot to do with me and kind of my insecurity. That's a big thing. That I mean, most of us have that insecurity, I yeah. think. Um, and it really is exacerbated 
through Instagram, um, just comparing yourself to mm-hmm. how other people are doing or, um, or what they're doing. And yeah. yeah. So let's yeah. So let's dive into this a little bit more, right? So we kind of I talked spoke about comparison. You said like ease of inform ease of access to information. You know how does it really affect your mental health? Like what does it cause you to do? Um, what are reactions that happen? Um, what are things or stories that you create in your head because of social media? Like, how does it actually affect your mental health? Um, boy, that's a that's a tough one. I guess with without wanting to be vulnerable, mm-hmm. you try so hard for, I guess, perfection, and you try so hard to maintain your your brand and um for me it's difficult because you put a lot of pressure on yourself and you forget that sometimes you forget that you know you are human and you forget that um not only are you human but everybody else is human too and they're only showing you their highlight reel you tend to forget that people are going through stuff just as how you're going through stuff but they just may not be showing it um so it, I guess it makes me, by extension, more insecure about the things that are not going perfect in my life. Um, and uh, it makes me harder on myself when, when there are certain things that maybe I'm unable to overcome as quickly as I am able to recognize the wins. Um, so yeah, I think for me that's what it would be. Yeah. Um, for me, so I think something that it really caught or really like what something that really happens to me, um, is after kind of, I guess, absorbing or consuming a lot of social media, um, I tend to, again, kind of falling back on that comparison, feeling less than others, feeling not good enough. Um, and the result of that is that it actually paralyzes me. I actually find it hard to execute on certain things because I'm scared of judgment. I'm scared of, I guess there's an aspect of me that is scared of being vulnerable as well. However, you know, flip side to that, this podcast, I mean, I've kind of shared almost everything. Um, so I've been super vulnerable from a podcast perspective, but even, I mean, even thinking about taking some of that content to like build out um and like put on Instagram just that thought alone is just crazy because I'm just like no more people are gonna judge me more people are gonna see the content yeah um there's gonna be more comparison and then I don't do it right um and at the end of the day you know you want the podcast to grow so you want to push the episodes right but then you're kind of scared about who's gonna see it and who what the reaction is gonna be um so I mean, a lot of times it causes me to just stop in my tracks. Yeah, um, I can I can definitely see how how that works. And why is that? Why is that that? Why is it that people? I mean, the evidence is there, right? It's not just in our mind that people people like to see good news. You get more views, you get more likes when when you share a beautiful picture of yourself mm-hmm. or an, something that's attractive. But why is it that we don't ever get the same response when we show something real? And I think that's what, what that's what I struggle with is that um, it's not in my head. I, I see it every day and that's the reason why I'm not alone. 
if you look on most people's pages, my age group, in the demographic I am, where I live, our pages are like carbon copies of each other. Because... Mine are so nice and <laughs> pretty and fitness like yours. But yes. <laughs> no, but yeah. maybe in a broad sense yeah. is what yeah. I mean. Like fitness might be my thing yeah. and cooking might be somebody yeah. else's thing. But it's going to be the most glorious angles of the food mm-hmm. and the best lighting, whatever. And we're trying to constantly perfect that and improve that. Because that's what people... That's what you get the most comments on, the most positive reinforcements. Mm-hmm. And at the end of the day, we're humans and we respond to positive reinforcements mm-hmm. as much as we want to resist... And say, oh no, I'm like, yeah. I'm an, I'm independent, or I don't need that. And and the truth is this. If I'm honest, I'll say I don't need everybody to like me, but yaga rate me. <laughs> <laughs> yaga rate me. Yeah. yeah, yeah. <laughs> so I don't need all. I don't need hundreds and hundreds of likes. But if if you're following me. Yaga rate me mm-hmm. because I've curated my page to only show um, things that would allow people to right, rate you. Exactly. Yeah. Um, so I think that is a that is a very dangerous dangerous habit that yeah. we have. I yeah. think it's gonna it may manifest in in a in a negative in a negative way yeah, for the sure. line. But I I mean on the kind of other side of that I do think that like a video of you know, I find, like, a video of someone having a meltdown in their stories also gets a good reaction, right? But it's... Well, it gets a reaction. I mean, yeah. yes. Um, it, but, and then, there, so there's kind of a middle ground between, you know, but that's not often. Like, we don't see that often. We don't see right. the, the downside of people's lives. Yeah. Um, but I do recall, like, a big influencer within this market, within Jamaica, saying one time that, she had kind of fall, fallen flat, like her page had fallen flat, and she was like in a funk about it, and she thought her whole brand was going to crap, and she like did a video, and it was like her literally having a meltdown over the fact that like she just felt like everything was crumbling. Yeah. And um, she up to this day now talks about how that video propelled her brand to mm-hmm. another level. Yeah. Right. So I don't know. It's it's just such a tricky. It's tricky. You're right, and I think, I think if you are an influencer and you are trying to monetize your influence, you may have better luck in posting the downside. But I was never trying to be an influencer yeah. or monetize my influence. But I know that if I posted something that um, showed a downside or less unappe- or less appealing than what I would normally post it's not getting the same um, traction. traction as mm-hmm. as the things that are, you know, more ad- attractive to look at. Yeah, for yeah. sure. Um, so, okay, great. We've talked about, you know, what social media kind of does to our mental health. Um, what do you do to try and prevent it from affecting you? And does it work all the time? Um, so I'll take breaks. I haven't... I haven't like logged out in a while. The reason why I can't log out too is because, as I said, I've I've built two businesses through Instagram, right? So it's hard for me to log out of, um, log out of one page and keep the other pages because you're you're still gonna see a lot of the same content, um, kind of overlap. So what do I do? Mm, that one is tough. I'll take I'll take breaks. So like on a weekend, I'll try not to open my Instagram too much. Like on a Sunday, um, 
if I decide that I need to stay home from work for whatever reason, um, I will use it as a day to not have to be on WhatsApp. Because the reality is, is that WhatsApp is so heavily ingrained in my work, um, my nine to five that is. So um, I'll, I'll use that as a day to say, okay, I don't need to be on WhatsApp for work, therefore I don't need to be as accessible to people and that means everybody. And you kind of have to nudge me to get me. Um, I think I think off the top of my head, those are the two things that right. I would do, yeah. Um, so what do I do to kind of help or prevent? Alana actually, I don't know why she never mentioned it because oh. she taught me a hack. Okay. Oh shit! Oh, sorry. Can I cut? Yeah, <laughs> yeah. You're right. Alana, <laughs> Alana taught me a hack. So as I said, this is a conversation me and her have off air all the time. And one day we were sitting down and I was like, "Yo, every time I see this person post, it just gives me such a reaction, and I don't know why." And, triggers you. And it triggers me. Yeah. And she was like, "Girl." mute them and I was like what the hell do you mean and she's like she's like go to the go to following click the little drop down and press mute she was like you're not blocking them they're still following you they're still in your network but you just won't see their their posts their stories etc etc and and it's not offensive correct unless unless somebody's really paying attention and they realize that you've muted them and they might take offense but for me, I'm not telling her to, to mute them to offend anybody. But yeah. if their content is triggering you or triggering me, you have every right to curate the media that you're consuming. Because yeah. what I was doing was like, um, not for people. So, of course, there are people like within our circle or network or whatever that trigger me. But for like the influencers or, or people who have quote unquote made it in my mind that used to trigger me I actually used to unfollow them but then sometimes I'd be like but I need something from their page or mm -hmm. there's information there that could be beneficial to me in mm -hmm. the future and of course you can't go back and follow the person because then they get a notification yeah so when I found out this mute thing I was like this was the best thing yeah. ever yeah um, I, yeah I've definitely bust a whole lot of people on the mute button the mute button um it, it it works. It's a useful <laughs> Instagram tool. I have a I not a lot, but I have a, a good amount of people muted. And it's not for any dislike because if it was a dislike reason I would just unfollow you. Yeah. But um I mute people just to just to manage my mental my mental state. Yeah. Yeah. Same here. Yeah. Same here. And you know, the the reason they're triggering us has nothing to do with them. It yeah. has to do with <clears throat> us. Absolutely. So we in order for us to cope, we need to mute. That doesn't mean we won't go yeah. and engage in your content on occasion, but right. we just kind of need to not see it as often as we were seeing it before. Mm -hmm. um, that has definitely really helped me um, kind of manage my whole men mental space. I tried to do the log off thing um, and I'm never really successful. I even tried like asking my friend to change my password and it just it was a hot mess um <laughs> I always find some way and as Alana said like with link um you know I it was kind of funny because when we built the link page I purposely didn't follow like a lot of people per se I followed yeah. a lot of like company accounts and what I would do is I'd like deactivate my personal account but then I'd go on link and even though I'm not following I would mm -hmm. still search and yeah. I would still like I crave this. Really? I don't, I, I don't know. Like, I would still 
search for certain things that I know was gonna affect me, so wow. I don't know why I would search for it. Yeah, that's no bueno, man. <laughs> that's no bueno. Um, you. Well, the reason why I couldn't log out to my personal and stay logged into Link is because we still use our personal network a lot to, to push to, Link to push Link and yeah. garner leads. So whenever Link posts, I need to repost it on my page because I might have a bigger following than Link does, mm-hmm. and it really does a lot for the business. So um, I couldn't I couldn't um, segregate the two the two unfortunately. Yeah. Um, so this kind of leads into the next question, which I think um, we both kind of have addressed, but, you know, what prevents us from coming off of these social media platforms? So um, for me, one, I always think the algorithm is, like, gonna, quote-unquote, forget me, so that when I, like, I'm ready to share content, my content won't be seen by as many people because I've been absent for so long. However, I've kind of tested that theory um, in the last couple of months, and I've realize that if you if you are previously engaged in someone's content now I haven't researched this this was just me testing if you are previously engaged with someone's content consistently Mm -hmm. and then they disappear from Instagram and they reappear the content still gets put in front of you um so I kind of tested that personally just to see whether you know if I did come off Mm -hmm. um and then went back on would my content still kind of be shown in front of Mm -hmm. who I want to kind of see it it, yeah um but I've always kind of had the algorithm in the back of my mind because I don't know the ins and outs and it updates so frequently Mm -hmm. um so that's one thing that's prevented me and the second thing of course which we kind of harped on is definitely link and that whole connection the business side um yeah, I guess, I guess, so that, so that would be a big thing, the, the whole business side, but also Instagram is still an excellent utility, like it still has so much function outside of what triggers my mental health, so as true. I said, like, yeah. if I need, if I need to cancel my um, appointment for somewhere that mm-hmm. I made, and maybe I don't have the number saved in my phone, I go onto Instagram, click contact, and the number pop up and I just call it. <laughs> you know, if um if I don't have somebody's number and I need to get out reach out to them, I know that they're gonna respond to me through DM. You ever notice like when you decide to take a social media break is like the second that you say, Oh, I need this and then you, you go to open the yeah. app and you're like crap. Exactly. So there's a lot of it's a lot there's a lot of practical functionality yeah. built into Instagram and how I use Instagram. So um it's hard for me to just kind of come off of that because it just makes my life so much more inconvenient yeah no i i struggled that one too yeah um all right let's kind of transition a little bit um to (laughs) so you know we talk about things that we do and things that affect us but as a general kind of overview what do you wish that people did more of on social media um more of or less of on social media including yourself like what something uh for me i think it's going to come back to the whole authenticity argument um and we've kind of talked or we've spoken about it before but like who i am on instagram is such a fragment of who i am in real life and i wish um i wish people if they were if they were interested because there's obviously some people who don't give a shit but (laughs) if anybody were interested in who Alana is um they would have a much better opportunity in person or on the phone than they would 
um, on Instagram. On Instagram, as I said, like, you see the highlight reel. Mm-hmm. Um, in person, like, I'm much more candid. I'm much more frank. <laughs> I'm much more... There's so much more um, dynamic to my personality, I think, that um, you... The, Instagram doesn't paint the whole picture. So I think people, if people are more authentic on it, and I've already explained my resistance to being yeah. authentic, right? So I don't need to again. But um, I think people tend to judge you based off of your Instagram, and that is so, so, so... And we biased. tend to judge other people and then think that yeah. their life is all together when that it's really too. not. That too. One of the biggest things, I think, like, I will see memes of it all the time or little quotes to say that, you know, you never know what somebody is going through. Mm-hmm. And everyone has their own shit. Yeah. Everybody has their own burn burdens that they're carrying. And um, we really do forget that. We really do forget that when we are in this Instagram rabbit hole. Mm-hmm. <laughs> So I think um, I wish people were more authentic. I wish Alana was more authentic and was less fearful of showing vulnerabilities. Yeah. yeah. Um, am I supposed to answer that? Absolutely. <laughs> <laughs> um, what's something? I mean, I I would guess it. I guess I feel like it's kind of gonna be the same sort of answer. Um, I do think. I do think I make an extra effort to be vulnerable. Um, I might not... I think more in a podcast space, though, than an Instagram space. Um, I tend to just not post on Instagram anymore, yeah, really. Yeah, that's true. I've, I've cut back a lot, too. Yeah. Um, but I do I do kind of wish we were... We were all a little bit more authentic on Instagram. And I think it would help everybody. <laughs> I think everybody would kind of feel like we're in the same arena and we're yeah. playing the same game. Level the playing field. Yeah. And just, you know, yeah, you might be killing it in your career, mm-hmm. but maybe an aspect of your personal life isn't going that great. Yeah. You know what I mean? But at the same time, I'm also, and I don't think Alana is either, saying that Instagram needs to be like this pity, no, pity place. Pity pool, pity party. Yeah. No, no, no. We don't need, we don't need any of those. Um, but we do need a balance, right? Yeah. Like everything isn't all shiny and amazing all the time. And so maybe, you know, let's try and work on not showing that we think yeah. everything is shiny and amazing all the time. And you know what too? Like, I think we should try to be, if we're going to use Instagram a lot, maybe try to be less like, intentional about how we post because you may not know how your posts are affecting others so Mm -hmm. probably try be a little bit more thoughtful about how your posts might be affecting somebody else's Mm -hmm. mental health as well or um like I know for me when I'm silent on social media it's probably very intentional I'm Mm -hmm. probably silent because um I don't I don't really want anybody to to, to know my, my wins or losses right now, and I'm probably just like, as Tracy said in her prop in her in her episode or your episode that yeah. she was on, um, just give yourself space. Like she physically gave herself space and went away to Silver to Silver Sands, Sands, and yeah. I think I'm going through a similar thing right now where I'm giving myself space from social media, um, from Instagram at least. Mm-hmm. 
um, just because that's what I need right now. That's that's what yeah. my body wants. Yeah. yeah. And I think also, you know, what's something that I think as like everyone in our network, everyone in our pool, everyone in this age group, like, can we just be a little bit more like easy on each other and be more supportive and not think that we're in a cutthroat like there's enough for everybody and I think we all are or a lot of us I wouldn't say we all a lot of us believe that you know there's only enough for them or there's you know there's not enough for everybody and then that kind of ricochets into this whole judgment of people and comparison mm-hmm. and etc etc mm-hmm. whereas if we created a space where everyone was supporting each other regardless of whether you're really good friends or not yeah then it would be so it would be so much more of an uplifting space mm-hmm. i can ask you a question what <laughs> sean is like alana don't go off script right now <laughs> it just got the death look <laughs> no it's not it's not bad i'm just wondering do you think you show support on social media the way you would like support to be shown to you? I do, 100%. I'm that person that I may not talk to you, I may not even really know you. Mm-hmm. You may be a friend of a friend, but I see you doing something, and if it resonates with me, I'll send you a DM, I'll comment on the mm-hmm. post, I will copy the link and send to somebody. Mm-hmm. Um, and sometimes you'll see things like in my story that have no relation to me whatsoever, mm-hmm. but it's like... I'm supporting other people because I want to be supported. Yeah. So, I'll say this. (laughs) I don't think I do it enough. Um, And it's not because I'm bad mind. It's because I I just don't... I'm not a big commenter. And I'm not even actually a big liker of things. Like, um, I don't give people the positive feedback that I think I would want to see. And it's not for any bad mind reasons at all. It's just, it's just, um, like in real life, I probably wouldn't compliment you often because that's just not me. I'm not a big giver of compliments. It's not because I don't think you look cute today. I think it's just like probably not one of my conversation starters. So it's just, it's just not really my personality. But then I forget that a lot of people are on social media because um, they want they want that positive reaction and I could probably dish it out a little bit more. more. It's not as if, it's not as I don't do it, you know, because there are, like, if something is really powerful to me and I think it was really brave for somebody to do or whatever, I'll definitely message them one away, but not in the capacity or volume that I think I would want it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I mean, I don't think I would compliment... I probably would do it more on social media than I would in person. Like, you may be doing something, like, say, Alana is doing something on social media, and, like, I come across it, and I share it in my stories, and I'm like, yo, this is amazing, whatever, Mm -hmm. whatever, like, little comment. But if I saw Alana on the road, I don't think... I wouldn't mention it, you know what I mean? Like, I wouldn't say, yo, I saw that you're doing so-and-so. Um, but there's people that do it. I mean, a lot of yeah. people do it for me and my podcast. And to be honest, it makes me feel a little uncomfortable. But really? I, I don't know. It's true, you know, because when, when people like would see me in person and bring up something that I've posted on social media, it is a kind of weird reaction. But then you have to remember that like, I don't see a lot of people every yeah. day. And this is like, if they know me, this is what they know of me. So that's what they're going to associate yeah. with me. Yeah. And whose fault is that? mine (laughs) i posted the workout videos (laughs) they didn't they didn't you know i mean sometimes they request it but not like (laughs) they didn't collectively ask me to post them so um yeah 
Um, I guess. Boy, oh boy. Um, so what to kind of kind of close off because we're now mm. over. <laughs> I felt I felt this would happen. <laughs> Me too. Mm-hmm. Um, over my typical kind of um time limit, but um I think it's been a really valuable valuable conversation. So social media is not going anywhere. Uh-huh. It's actually advancing. Uh-huh. Um, AI is getting more targeted. Um, every platform we use is beginning to read us a lot more than it ever has read us before in our lives. It's actually so scary. Um, so how do you think, you know, as a generation, we need to move forward um, so that we can both enjoy social media um, but at the same time reduce the effect it has on us mentally? I don't know, girl. Get a therapist. <laughs> <laughs> um, I, I don't, I don't know. I think you joke, you joke about that, but that's exactly what I do. <laughs> that's what a lot of people do, and that it's such a healthy practice. I think. Um, I don't. I didn't mean really nothing. I joking yeah. me, but um, I think with with anything in life, that is a guilty pleasure, right? everything in moderation so um you know I had to see a professional to learn how to moderate my diet and I've learned those skills and um I I practice those skills often now and now it's not really a diet now it's just how I eat um so I think if you find that it's becoming uncontrollable you have to put things in practice to moderate it, whether that be the mute button, whether that be the sign out button, whether that is the un- unfollow button, whether that is the um, giving up Instagram for Lent <laughs> move, or um, or just coming off indefinitely and saying, you know what, I'll jump back on when I feel like it. Yeah, I think that really we can't depend on social media or regulate regulations or screen timers to moderate it for us. It's definitely going to have to be brute force. Yeah. And it starts with us, yeah. in my opinion. No, um, I kind of agree. And I think, I mean, joke aside, I think that's, I think a lot of the effect, so the, a lot of the effect social media has on us is to do with us and limiting beliefs we have and things that are ingrained in us. And the only way to overcome those is to deal with them. So, you know, yeah. therapy is that way. Yeah. You know, so that's the route I take, right? So mm-hmm. these things trigger me on social media. They trigger me because I have a limiting belief around it, right? right? And the only way I can overcome that limiting belief is if I deal with it with a professional. Yeah. Um, and I think over time, that will allow me to possibly, you know, be in a social setting. I mean, it's like alco- alcoholics, right? Yeah. You, at, at first, you kind of remove yourself from social settings where alcohol are, where alcohol may be present, but then mm-hmm. after a while, you kind of deal with those demons on the inside so that you can then re-enter yeah. kind of social settings where that so-and-so trigger yeah. is, you know what I mean? Yeah, you fix, you fix where the problem is within within you first, yeah. for sure. And, and but like, moderate for sure, which yeah, I completely agree with. Yeah, and if we were going to simplify it, I think just... Don't ever forget that people are the de- everybody, not just people. Everybody is dealing with their own shit. Yeah. And um, there's a lot of stuff that you don't know. Um, so don't ever judge yourself or anybody else based on what they're posting on social media. For sure. 
and on that note i think <laughs> we can end this episode yeah um so thank you so much for joining me thanks I, for having me girl i enjoyed this conversation i know um you got a free meeting out to me today <laughs> <laughs> yep um so thanks guys thanks for listening um as always you can reach out to us on instagram at shawnee faith and at lana j l-a-n-a-h-j-a-y and just to kind of plug in link here if you are a candidate so you are looking for a possible job opportunity or you are an employer who is looking for a quality vetted candidate um, and shortening your hr process please reach out to us at link.jala l-i-n-q dot j-a um and we'd be happy to help you so thanks guys thank you so much bye hope you got tremendous value thanks so much for listening please subscribe share and review have questions or want to suggest a topic for me in the future message me on instagram at shawnee fit